Hello, strangers. I'm Celise, and I'm inviting you into the Hollywood Rejects Auditorium. As diehard fans of horror movies, we are thrilled with the idea of chewing our nails off through the suspense, jumping in our seat. We hope that feeling lasts long enough to turn off our bedroom lights and run to the safety of our beds after the thrill ride is over. A movie experience can stick with us for life. It's the story, the feeling it evoked in us. The grossness or the fear we had in that moment can be brought back in one memory and one violent shudder. In my opinion, the perfect storm comes about when there's a concept for a film that's carried out in the coming together of many artists. The writer, the director, the actors, the set designers, and the makeup artists. I think sometimes makeup artists don't get enough credit. Today I'm speaking with a special effects makeup artist who teaches her craft and creates some beautifully gory pieces. Join me in the gallery to welcome Athena. Hi, Athena. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to have you here. I scrolled through all of your work. I totally stalked you online. You're amazing. (laughs) Tell everybody what you do. (laughs) Thank you. That's awesome for you to say that. Um, well, let's see. I do special effects makeup for film and TV, and I also do teaching for um, students at uh, Macquillage um, Makeup Academy. So I teach there as a, a special effects teacher. So it's both are amazing and fun, and I couldn't ask for a better job. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds awesome, being able to teach that. How fun. So why why is this your chosen medium? Well, I grew up in theater and basically um, operas. So I got very much into makeup as a child. And when I got older, I realized, you know, why I was doing other things. I was doing other jobs that were no fun. I didn't enjoy it. I was like, why am I doing these when Mm -hmm. I have something that I really, really love? So I decided to go get my aesthetics license and take a basic, basic makeup course. And then I just went from there and just started doing photo shoots and all these things. And I, I love it so much. The, the creativity, the, the excitement, the, um, the, just the fun of, of being able to create these interesting and, you know, exciting things, you know, it, it, yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, my, it's funny yeah. because I'm not good with makeup at all, even in just everyday life, but I can I can make a zombie face like amazing, but um, I can't I can't do a wingtip eyeliner to save my life. But I can make a zombie face. And one of my um, one of my first memories with horror in general was Michael Jackson Thriller, and watching the the making of it over and over again. I think we watched as kids in the house, we watched the making of Thriller more than we watched the actual video. So seeing the makeup and the prosthetics being put on, I just thought it was the most incredible thing. And I also went at a pretty young age to see the Phantom of the Opera and it just 
like I'll never forget it. Somehow it was this, this powerful experience. Mm-hmm. And I think you create that for people because of your makeup. It's amazing. Well, it's funny you say that because that's one of my favorite all-time operas ever. And it, the power of it is just like amazing and his makeup and just like, oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. I always saw growing up, um, my dad watched so many different horror movies. And so I kind of grew up watching those things. And, you know, um, like, um, oh, gosh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all those, you know, mm-hmm. classic ones. And it always was just resonated inside me just like that that creativity oh it's it's the best so I totally get you (laughs) yeah and I think there's something about the behind the scenes because I never was afraid of scary movies I think it comes from watching the making of thriller Mm -hmm. because I, I knew that it wasn't real I knew that it was being created so I got to enjoy these movies without the fear I guess as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, then you get I, older and you watch the slasher films and you're like, oh, no, those are the true ones. But <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> no, so, I totally get it. Yeah. What kind of reactions do you get from your family and like spectators about your work and what's your response to it? Basically, everybody, okay, my family loves it. I mean, they, they are so happy that I'm following my dreams and get to do you know, what I love. I mean, the first movie that I did, The Evil Rises, um, they came to the premiere and everybody was so supportive and it was just like the best thing ever. And so they they love it. They, they're they so proud of me. My sister, my, my mom and dad. Um, God, you're so lucky. Oh, I am very, very, I'm, I'm very grateful. Uh, their support has been nothing but the best, <laughs> you know. And then, you know, it, I have three beautiful daughters and they love it too. So they, they're very supportive also. And they're kind of following after my footsteps in a way and enjoy doing the same thing. So and they're going to have like a crazy arsenal of talent as they get to use, you know, new products that come out as they get older and kind of like put them together with what what you've created that's that's cool for the kids oh definitely the 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 growth of this industry over the years is has like become amazing like what you can do with all the prosthetics and just i mean if you look at like doug jones you know the um the guy who does all the um character um actions for you know like um he did the shape of water he was the the monster in that he okay. he wears all, all the prosthetics and all that so very very famous uh character actor i mean to see from where it goes from back in the beginning with um you know just basic latex and things like that to where it's come to to now with the full body prosthetics and just, Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. 
Yeah, the, growth- the power of makeup in general, but then you add all of those effects, like the work that you do, and it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. What is yeah. you, you can, you can <laughs> pick how, how you want to take this question. You can pick what's your favorite piece that you've ever made, or you can say maybe what's the favorite project that you've been hired for? Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I think, okay, I could probably say like two things. Like, so my, one of my favorite characters that I, I did was for this um, film that a friend did. And the character is this, he's in real life. He kind of looks like this badass biker guy. He has like these big um, piercings and he's got like this big beard and he played the, the, the bad guy in this. And I did this pentagram on his forehead. I think I sent you the picture and you might've seen it. Mm-hmm. It just added like this, like, um, it looked like a scar, like a branding on his forehead. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was, it was just, it turned out so cool and just really like made him like over the top, I think. So that yeah. was like fun. You sent me, you did send me that. And, um, it was one of the ones that I really paid attention to also, but, um, well, if we're talking about the, the samples that you sent me, that cosplay that you made was like freaking amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. That was probably actually one of my highlights because I did the girl's makeup. She, she came from New York and she, she contacted me to do her makeup and to do the, um, the character from The Walking Dead, um, uh, what's her, what's her name? Uh, uh, the 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 bald chick. So I have the memory of a. Uh, she's <laughs> one of the villains in one of the late seasons. I can't remember her name, but she was a great character. Yeah, yeah. So this girl, she had this big head of black hair. And so I had to get all this hair up under this bald cap and it turned out so good. And then later that evening, I got a message from her saying that uh, the walking dead actually interviewed her and used her on the talking dead. Oh, so my makeup made it onto this, to the talking dead. And I was like, what? I was sitting at a hotel downtown San Diego at Comic-Con, just like little tears rolling down my eyes because I was like, that's so cool. How neat is that? That AMC took my makeup and were, they said it was like the best uh, cosplay for The Walking Dead that they'd seen. And Yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean, okay, so I had just finally caught up on walking dead maybe a week before uh you contacted me and when you sent me the picture I I honestly looked at the picture and I was like wow she did that makeup how cool and I kept scrolling and then I saw the title best cosplay and I was like wait that's a cosplay it it really I mean this this person who came to you as a client she also 
chose the right character for herself because it could have been the same actress. I I was uh, pretty in shock about that. But my favorite, my favorite sample that you sent me is like a torso piece. And it's kind of like a, I don't know if it's decaying or if it's uh, like skinned alive type situation, <laughs> but explain, explain it. <laughs> so that is a piece that I got to make for uh, a, a class that I did. And it's basically a, the torso, so the arms cut off and the legs cut off, and it's I I painted it, I I made it, you know, I I just did the whole thing, and it's probably one of my favorite pieces. I actually have it in my room, and I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just so fleshy and bloody and right. I mean, it looks like it's real in front of you. Like it's got that glistening quality to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. No, I love it. It's one of my favorite pieces. It's actually in this um, box and it's like, a, you know, one of those, um, you know, picture boxes. So it's like set in and behind glass. And it's oh, uh, like a shadow box. Yeah. Shadow box. Yeah. And I love it. It's, yeah, probably one of my favorite pieces, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was pretty amazing. Um, okay. Why do you think that horror has become so relevant in society? And I feel like it's, like, there's a new uprising of horror lately. Mm-hmm. And do you have some kind of, explanation what do you think is causing that well I think that in today's society there's so many realistic horror situations that we 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 need to escape to something that's kind of not realistic you know what I mean yeah it's it's an escape from the the horrors of reality so it and you know it it's over the years the movie industry has come so far in the the horror genre that it i don't know how much further it can go with um people's imaginations building these horror stories does that make sense yeah. You know, I mean visually visually you feel like they've already hit this max like everything looks so real already. Yeah, the stories, um, the 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 makeups, the the special effects, everything is, is it seems like it's at the max maximum of what it can go to, but it's surprising because it keeps going further. Which is like, I don't know where people's imaginations are getting this stuff. You know, don't, do you ever wonder that? Why? That's exactly, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to figure out what is going on in the brain of the artist to create these things, right? Right. And that's why I've been looking for horror artists. 
Um, and I'm trying to kind of surprisingly dig deep into you guys during these interviews. And I know that you weren't expecting this, but this is the right time to ask you, uh-huh. what is the biggest thing that you're afraid of? And oh. has it ever affected your work? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's so cliche. And it's so, <laughs> you will just die. This is just so bad. Okay. So my worst fear is clowns. Oh. Of all freaking things. <laughs> okay. You know, this is like, okay, when I was in high school, I read the book It by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. It, made, it made such an impact on me. I couldn't walk down the street past those little grates in the ground, you know, for wow. the suit. I literally would cross the street and walk around them because I was like, there's no clown coming up and grabbing my ass and taking me down there. <laughs> <laughs> so that, from being a teenager, actually um, affected my life towards clowns. And, um, but when I started in the makeup industry, I worked at a, I did lead makeup at a scare trail here in San Diego. And, um, one of the biggest things there was the clowns. It was like, uh, their whole own little zone that they did. And I literally had to overcome and work on my fear clowns because I had to do their makeup. Wow. So I talk about up close and personal, right? Literally. And one of the clowns had the best time with me because he had the chainsaw, you know, and would chase people around every time (laughs) I'd walk by him, he'd chase me. I think I swear almost peed myself every time (laughs) I would run screaming away. And he did this every night on my way out or coming in and just had the best time tormenting me. But it, it actually helped me get over and 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 conquer my fear of clowns and i know it's so damn cliche and it's just ridiculous but yeah that's that's like my top fear i have the weirdest craziest dreams horror dreams and nothing Tell me one. Oh, okay okay you ready for this <laughs> you can't okay. just make an announcement like that and not right. not deliver come on <laughs> okay so one of them that i never left my brain was in this dream, I was with an ex-boyfriend, and there was this, he, he, I had to get a job. So I went to this house, and inside this house was this, um, there was all these bodies, but all the bodies had been skinned, and what I had to go into the other room, and all the skin body, like the skin, was laid out drying, and my job was to take care of it. Wow! And there was like, this guy in like a you know the typical like um, leather apron, and you know like crazy buff guy, and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> freaking. So I have this picture of all these people's skins just laying out. You know, and that's just one of the the little dreams that I've had. I had another dream where a guy was chasing me, trying to kill me. I had to cut my own leg off with an electric um, meat carver to escape. I I climbed up on the bunk bed and I'm sitting there 
and I had to, so he wouldn't get me. I had to cut my leg off, my own leg. <laughs> and see, where does this stuff come from? <laughs> Who the heck, how, what the heck did I do that made this stuff come into my head? <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. And that's just like two of a couple dreams that I've had. And they stick in my head. <laughs> have so, you yeah, ever had? <laughs> uh, have you ever had in real life, while awake, any kind of paranormal encounter or scary experience? Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, I was in um, Tombstone, Arizona, with doing a ghost hunt at the. Um, the Birdcage Theater. Oh, I've been with, there. Uh, yeah, isn't that the great, coolest place? It's really mm-hmm. fun. So, well, what? nothing happened at the Birdcage Theater, which was funny. But when we, my sister and a couple of my friends, we went back to the hotel room we were staying at. And um, in the middle of the night, I got attacked by something. And it woke me up and I had um, on my side, I had these marks on my right side. And I was like, what the heck? I didn't understand what had happened. And I um, later on that that morning before we left, um, we found out that the room that we were staying in was a really super haunted room. And we nobody had a clue when we got there. Wow. So. Like basically every time we um, we tried to plug in our electronics, our our cameras and our recorders and all this stuff, um, it would drain. All the batteries would die. There there was like it couldn't keep any electronics um, fully operational. My sister had some experiences there. It was really crazy in that that. Um, hotel room and everybody there there was like five of us I think and um yeah basically yeah no it was really weird so I were you I, there I, for only one night or um I think we were there let's see we got there I think we were there for like two nights I think because we we went, drove there from here then we went to the birdcage overnight and we had the whole bird cage to ourselves overnight, and oh, then cool. the the next day, um, maybe it was just a day and a half. I'm not sure. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but I, it was, I went to uh, the bird cage huh. theater, and I took one picture. Well, I took a lot of pictures, but in one picture, it actually looks like you know how they've got the rooms that belong to the the saloon girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can yeah. see like the bed and the nightstand, everything is still all perfectly set up exactly the way it was before. Right. And uh, you can see a shadow of a girl. It looks like, like you can see her elbows sticking out. Like she's got her hands in her hair, like she's almost posing sexy. Right. And um, yeah, I have that picture and it's like this perfect shadow, a silhouette. Ooh. You're going to have to send it to me because I want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send it to you later. Awesome. So when you say that you were attacked by something in that hotel, Mm -hmm. what 
what did it, what, what do you mean? What happened? So I was sleeping and I, um, I was sharing the bed with my sister. My sister was on my left side and the wall was on my right, like about a foot away from me. And basically I woke up because I had this like searing, burning pain, like super sharp pain on my right side. And I, I woke up and I looked and I was, I could stare right into the bathroom and the light was on in the bathroom and it was just like really creepy. And I was like, what the heck? And I, I just like, I looked, I went and I looked in the mirror and there's these scratches on my right side. And I was like, what the, there was nothing that could have done that. I looked on the bed. I looked, is there like something that I could have scratched myself on my, you know, did I scratch myself with my nails or something? Nothing. And it was really strange and it was, it, it hurt a lot. I was really surprised. It felt very, coming from the side that was facing the wall. Right. Exactly. I'm like, nobody, you know, my sister has no nails. She bites her nails, so she couldn't have done it. And, <laughs> you know, and yeah, it was like, I was right next to the wall. There wasn't like any little, you know, furry animals. <laughs> or, I <don't> know, <laughs> nothing I could see. And it was, it was really weird. And then we heard that there was, there's a ghost in there, a male ghost that is by the bathroom, likes to go in and out of the bathroom. Uh, and turn the light on and off and messes with stuff in there, in the room. And I was like, what the heck? And this was like later after everything had happened. And that's not the only thing that happened in the room. So that's just what happened to me. Wow. So, yeah. Well, you know, not many people have stories that that have a physical manifestation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, people have stories all the time. I heard footsteps or you know, the door was open and before it wasn't or, you know, things like that. But when you feel something and it touches you and it's physical, right? that's a whole nother step. And then you add that you actually saw the scratches. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a scary experience. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. I was really surprised and I'll never forget it, you know, cause like you said, when something physically happens to you, you're like, it takes it to a whole no- another level. For sure. So. <laughs> All right. One more question for you, Athena, getting a little bit back to your art. Of course. If you could choose any horror character uh-huh. or type of entity, like a ghost, shadow figure, whatever, mm-hmm. who you could make art with, who would you choose and what would you make? Oh boy, that's a tough one. Wow. Oh, let me think for a second. So, okay. 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 I think one of one of the best movies that I think I love is 13 Ghosts, right? Yeah. That, that all the characters in that movie are phenomenal. And if I could like take one of those beautiful characters, like the 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 big guy, the um, with the um spikes, or the the caged faced one, I would. Oh man, I would love to just recreate or just 
evolve it somehow. One of those characters from that movie, you know, huh? That's cool. <laughs> now I'm kind of <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> oh man. Hmm. Hmm. That would definitely yeah. be fun. Yeah. Those are some iconic characters. I, every, every time I think about that movie, I think about, you know, that it was kind of new at the time that, that crackling motion, that's kind of stop action motion that they added. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, no, totally. The in and out of the, is it, is it there? You can't see it. You can see it. Oh crap. That, that's just like, that's a nightmare. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I want you to tell everyone where they can find your work. And um, if there's anything that you would like to announce that you're working on soon, and um, we'll definitely have links to all of your work in the show notes, but feel free to say what you want to say right now. Well, let's see. So you can find me on Instagram uh, under... MU by Athena Matthews. So makeup by Athena Matthews. And I have a lot of my work on there. I have my, my IMDB, which of course um, you can find me on there. Um, I don't really have a Facebook so much. So (laughs) Um, basically those are the two places you can find me. Um, I'm always available for doing makeup um, like I said, I teach at the uh, uh, Makeup Academy here in San Diego, Macolage, and that's probably my favorite thing right now that I'm working on is teaching all these lovely um, people of all ages from 16 to 45 to whatever, and teaching them how to make their characters come come out, you know? And, and be seen. So that's probably my favorite right now of what I'm doing. <laughs> You're literally going to have a hand in the future of horror. Right. No matter what, because you're How teaching awesome all these people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a pretty cool thing to think about. Mm-hmm. I'm always proud whenever my students finish a project and I look at it, it just makes me so happy, so excited. So, I mean, best thing ever. (laughs) Well, Athena, thank you so much for being willing to jump on a new project with me on this podcast. I appreciate you kind of just trusting the concept without knowing me or recognizing the name. And um, (laughs) I just want to say thank you uh, from an artist to another. And um, I appreciate you. And we'll have to interview you again one day. Oh, please do. Next project. I love that. Thank you so much for, for having me on here. I mean, it's the best thing to, to get our art out there is what you're doing. So thank you. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, strangers, that concludes this visit to the gallery. I want to give a quick thank you to you, the listeners, for being here and supporting an indie project at its beginning stages. I know it'll grow and become something great for the artist community. Please show your support by leaving an artist recommendation or a creepy story in a five-star review to help me get more artists on the show. It'll only get better as I learn this new medium. I'm honored to showcase other creepy artists and share their voices with you. There are so many free ways to support the podcast. Share it, subscribe, 
follow me on Instagram. Check out the website for upcoming articles about each artist you've heard on the show. I'll have creepy art and one-of-a-kind pieces for sale as well. Thank you for visiting the Hollywood Rejects Auditorium. The music you hear in the background was created for the Hollywood Rejects Auditorium by Carnival of CuteAndCreepy.com.